When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Patrick, uh, we wrap with Roycey every, every uh, let's see, what are we doing now? Every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Roycey Unchained on Monday's yes. Scorn Earth YouTube channel, um, Mackie and Judd podcast feed. So, all right, now that you've had a few days to, to simmer on the 8-1 and one Minnesota Vikings, where, where are you at with them now? There's been a lot of comparisons to the 2009 Vikings. Not as much the 17 the team was just a defensive juggernaut with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Are you getting yeah. any 2009 vibes from from this team? I think they might be better. Whoa. I think they oh. might be better. I think the 2009 team, Brett had the year of his life, and uh, I mean, Sidney you know, Rice was their number one receiver. Yeah, and yeah, he went and he was he was good, and then the next year he refused to play because he didn't get his money. So, uh, and uh, they went in the tank, but Far made him a you know. He became Favre's guy, and, and yeah. that was that was that was great. But I, you know, I I think they might have more good, you know, more really good players. But again, they avoided injuries completely, so we'll see. Except yeah. for the corner, I guess they're getting some hurts hurts in the corners now, so we'll see if that hurts them. But I, I can't believe they're underdogs to Dallas. Is that still the case? Yeah. What are they this morning? Is it one? I think they're one. Let me pull up Action Network. They started the opening line was two and a half. I don't get it. I don't get it. What the hell? They just beat the best team in the league on the road. What, how can they not be favored by three? Uh, it's a pick them now. It's a pick them. Yeah. So you can get it. It's a well. No, actually, let's see here. Uh, right now, it's still it's still a point and a half. Well, actually, this is weird because Action Network is saying it opened as a pick them, but it definitely opened at two and a half. So I don't know yeah. where they're getting that from. But there's most sports books have it still as a point and a half cowboy favorites in this game. They're going to split the next two games. I just don't know which one they're going to win and which one they're going to lose. But I would, I wouldn't trust Belichick. I, I would more trust Belichick to shut down their offense than than Mike uh, Mike McCarthy. I, I I can see them having a hard time against New England. Will figure out some stuff and uh, because they're really good defensively, but they don't have much of an offense. So, but they'll. They'll split these two. I just don't know how they're going to split them. But I would bet on. I would bet they win Sunday and lose to Belichick on Thanksgiving. This is crazy. Seventy-seven percent of the money is on the Cowboys right now, according to Action Network. No respect. What? No respect. It, it, we don't. We're not getting any respect. I, I don't get it though. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make any sense. They just stuck it out against Green Bay, you know, and McCarthy's. You know, if if he gets if he gets a chance to screw something up, he will. Plus, I'm not a big. Guy. I'd be more afraid if Cooper Rush was playing than Dak. Dak will make some mistakes for you. 
Dak, Dak, I'm not a big Dak guy. He's a, you know, I, I'd hate to be paying him 50 million or whatever the hell they're paying. Yeah. So, but I, I, uh, I'm all in, I'm all in on these Vikings. So I I think when I look around, they got a lot of good players. They got big cojones and they, uh, you know, and they got, you know, (laughs) they do intangibles, big cojones. You can look at all the stats you want, but they, they rank the top three in cojones size. Yes. Don't look now, but, uh, the quarterback's probably the runner up to Mahomes right now, even though his numbers aren't great with all those fourth quarter comebacks, he's probably going to be in the, Probably be second or third in the MVP voting if this keeps up, right? Where's Jefferson? Yeah, I mean that's a hard. Yeah, it, it, that's hard should, to sell, but he should be. But, but when's the last time a receiver yeah. won? Jerry Rice win one back in the day. Is oh, that yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Jerry Rice. So right now your MVP odds are Patrick Mahomes is a plus one twenty, and then Josh Allen is a Josh Allen and Tua are plus five hundred. But Kirk is seventh on this list. He's twenty-five to one, tied with basically uh, Joe Burrow. Is Jefferson on the list? This is sportsbettingdime.com. I don't know if that's credible, but is Jefferson on the list? Uh, he is. He's like eleventh at really? eighty yeah. to one. Yeah, well, if he can't win it, no receiver can, right? That's pretty much the Jerry Rice. I think did win it back then in the day. He was, uh, man, he was a treat to deal with. Whew. When you were a visiting writer, he was not a. He was not an outgoing fella. He did not have time for you. I had a friend of mine, Ron Reed, who's no longer with us, but with the uh, the uh, Philadelphia paper, and he was out doing an advance on a on a game, and he got Rice. They were going to get Rice one on one for him, and he gave them he gave them about five straight monosyllabic answers, you know. And Reed closed up his notebook and said. Uh, thank you, Jerry, and I hope you drop a lot of passes on Sunday oh. as he walked away. <laughs> Crush the old football writers. I hope you drop a lot. And, uh, and he said, I heard some in a bit of Mississippi language as I was walking away. <laughs> he was he was uh, raving them out. But, uh, I mean, how can you not be in on these guys? I mean, they're, when's the last time the Vikings were actually fun? You know? That's another great question. Keenum yes, I mean Keenum was fun, wasn't he? Yeah, seventeen was fun. Oh yeah. nine was great fun, yeah. but then went off the yeah. cliff. Yeah. But uh, this is, you know, this is, this is all of a sudden you're saying, you know, what do you got here? They're they're they're, they're so damn competitive. They they really try. You know, there's nobody that's more cynical about those guys because I can't stand the amount of money they make and still don't want to, they want to put it all in their pocket. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, but I'm, I'm, you know, these, these guys have converted me to, and I'm, I'm a tough audience. Cause I, as I said, I said it before that when people tell me they love the Vikings, I always say that's cause you've never met them, but, uh, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> Well, that was more in the old days. These guys now, it's so much different. Than, I mean, as far as access, you don't even know if they're jerks or not anymore, right, Jen? Yeah, for the most part. Uh, incredible fact, Patrick. AP, NFL Most Valuable Player, which, which is the one recognized by the league, dates back to 1957. Um, a defensive tackle in Page, won it in Page, 71. Yeah. A place kicker. Mark Mosley of Washington yeah, won yeah, it in 82. Dumbest, no dumbest, dumbest. wide receiver has oh. ever won it. 
Really? Wow. I'm looking through the entire list on Wikipedia Jerry Rice right now. Never won it. No wide receiver. Running backs have won it. Linebackers have won it. I can't find a wide receiver. Yeah, on this. we had a we had a we had a running Lawrence back Taylor. run in the '90s for sure. Yep. Lawrence Taylor won it. Is that is it a linebacker? Um, yes, I, I believe yeah. that is correct. Yeah, yeah. like '86. That was a, that was a big set when he won. '86. Right. Yeah, that Mosley was an embarrassment. They're not football players. You can't make them the MVP of the football league, a kicker, because they're not football players, right? Who drove that? What, what moron drove that, Patrick? I, I don't know. But Lou the Toe Groza could have been the, the MVP because he also started it up as a tackle. He was also yep. a tackle. You know, he played, and then he went out there, and the, Lou the Toe Groza said, he kicked him, kicked him up. 35 yards, they majestically went about this high. You know? I, I, the toe. I, 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 we, there's a lot of Greg. There's been Greg Zerline, Greg Joseph, a lot of Greg the legs out yeah. there, but the toe is an underrated. Yeah. Is it, Are yeah. there any kickers Lou named the Joe? Toe. Joe the toe? Lou and the toe? But you can't be the toe, gonna, though. You're not going to hear the toe anymore because they don't use it. You know? but, uh, yeah, it's for the inside that, of the foot. I, I, <laughs> yeah, what's what's that called? That, <laughs> not I've at all. told you guys that Zambi... <laughs> Zamani told me that he knew they were in trouble before the first Super Bowl game in the Super Dome when we had Freddie out there practicing our kicks, kicking them down there to about the 15, you know, and trying to make, and they had Stenerud out there kicking them up high up in the ceiling. And, you know, he said he was starting to kick. He, he said, I saw that guy kicking the ball up in the air, and I said, uh-oh. This is a different. This is a different kind of animal we're playing here today. I think Freddie was still there in '91, wasn't he? Or '69? I think he was still kicking. Yeah, for him. yeah, yeah, I think yeah. He was. Dan Meyer replaced him a little later than that. You know, he is the all-time, still the all-time leading scorer for our Minnesota Vikings, but he's not in the Ring of Honor. It's a travesty. Yes, it is. It's a travesty. Last night, last night, Patrick. Yeah. The uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves may have may have, they may they may be getting it back. I know they played a G League team down in Orlando last night, but uh, yeah. our guys might be figuring it out here. Well, Edwards goes and gets thirty five, and you know D'Lo has a real good game the last game, and then Edwards goes and gets thirty five, and then Cat get Cat at thirty, right? So the two of them had sixty five. I mean, it, you know Edwards joining the party here. That's Important too because D'Lo hasn't been alone in the disappointment area. Era, area, you know. Edwards too, I think, has been you know some of his attitude's been questionable at times, and uh, yeah. So he goes and gets thirty five last night. That's good. Well, you know what the key was last night. I don't know if you guys were were glued to this game like I was, but they flew. Well, I don't know if if Tom. I think Tom Crean lives because he lives in Georgia, right? So he lives yeah. he lives within striking distance. And so Tom Crean showed up, Anthony Edwards' coach for one year at uh-huh. Georgia, and he had it, kind of had his arm around him during the shoot-around and the warm-ups courtside, mm-hmm. and they had a long discussion about life and basketball. Oh, really? And okay. then Tom Crean did an interview, I think during one of the commercial breaks, coming back with mm-hmm. Bally Sports North, and he, he he talked about, yeah, he just I'm 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 trying to get him to play with more joy and attack the. Mm-hmm. He was like giving all this, this strategic yeah. advice. He goes, he goes, the Timberwolves have coached him up very well. But I'm, you know, I'm his coach too. And here yeah. are the things that I told him. 
And yeah, so he, well, he meets with Tom Crean and goes for basically his best game of the season. I think the Wolves need to buy out his $3 million contract <laughs> and just have him on the chartered flights for all these trips. Well, he's unemployed, right? He's, uh, he's oh, did he get let go? Uh, uh, he's not in Georgia anymore. I guess. Okay. Didn't he get fired there, too? I think he did. Let's, let's look him maybe, up here. Maybe Ugh. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I thought he got fired. No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, well, it says well, it says most recently he most was the head coach recently, at Georgia. When they say most recently, <laughs> I mean, you ain't there no more. He was asked to leave. Oh, dead. dude, they went six and twenty-six last year. Yeah, one, one and seventeen in conference. Yes. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he. You know, he. They ran him out of Indiana. Went back when Indiana was kind of like Nebraska. They thought they were the power of basketball, so they had yes. To, they had to run Creed out, and then they then they've had a hard time. You know, they're ten and eight or something like that. Fired days. in March, Tom yes. Creed was, so he yes. he can be Ant's life coach now. But Fair I right. think I think he's right. I mean, Ant was this you know animated guy that sixty times. I mean, they did talk about how he didn't show up every game. He did a lot of dumb things, but you know, three fourths of the time he was, you know, looked like he was having a good time out there, and then. This year it's been what the hell? I I think it's got something to do with all the the you know his stupid remarks and all the bashing he took about that. And he's probably a sensitive fella. And uh, but hey, that's good. Somebody get him fired up because they need him. They need him on those nights when D'Lo is doing nothing, don't they? They 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 should let him handle the ball more, don't you think? But I love it when he handles the ball. Yeah, but make him pass. Make him say, hey, we want. We want five assists a night from your buddy, not two. Yeah, the pull up threes. Even last night, yeah. you know he's he he took well, thirteen three. He did make seven of them, but it's not the be- It's not the most sustainable well, process. And, and when he gets when he gets a certain point total, he's hunting for more, man. He, he, <laughs> the, when he missed that free throw, that didn't give him that night. He, they were winning the game, and he got two free throws at the end. And he had 28 points, and he missed the second one. It was like looked like his dog died. He was so upset that he didn't get his 30, even though they're going to win the game. You know, it was not putting up any numbers, McDaniel's. What's the deal? They just not getting any shots. They won't. Well, they he's yeah. He, for, well, they don't run anything for him. Yeah, right. So it's weird because he actually the big to me the biggest problem with him is he's six foot nine, super bouncy, right? And he yeah. was averaging like three rebounds a game for yeah. the first month and a half. He did get eight rebounds last night, and well, this was like if he goes ten points, eight rebounds, and plays defense for thirty minutes, that's what you need out of him. Go deal, grab rebounds. Though. Here's the deal, though: four or five shots a night, he's out of here, don't you think? No, whatever. He's not. He's not going to want to stick around here if he's only getting the. Oh, shots. I got you. He can't leave yet, but uh, yeah. he'll sign another contract. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, the only the, the one guy who hasn't they can't get re-signed is Noel. Noel is going to oh. test the market, and they'd love to get him signed. But he's they would, although he's been market. awful the last few games. They yeah. they basically they barely played him last night because he's there's some games where he just there's yeah. a ch- there's a little chip missing there sometimes where he just doesn't play defense I, I, or I do think he's uh, I do think he's hard to guard though. He is. He's so, he's good off the bench. Yes, yes, yes he is. So uh, when. Uh, uh, what what are we gonna do about our hockey team, Jetley? Are we? Are, are, you, you know, I, I was thinking of this last night. Not being a big hockey anal- analyst, but it, unless you're like one of the four or five loaded teams, really loaded, 
it's an up and down, you know, one year mm-hmm. can be your year and the next can not be your year. You know, it's uh, it's things, all the things that went right last year, now Flurry's hurt and you don't have a goalie and uh, it's going to be interesting. What first if they, off, hey, Patrick, I'd like to apologize first off because Don, who's on vacation this week, is on, is on a cleaning rampage, has decided to vacuum. Yeah. So. If you can hear the low moan of a vacuum cleaner, I'm going to go out at some point uh, and tell her, please stop. But, yes, she is now vacuuming. So I apologize. But, yes, uh, they can't score goals, though. Like Dex has said, I mean, five on five, it's just a complete debacle. They can't score goals. Mm. wonder what the hell's going on. If the the Ruski doesn't get them, they can't get any, huh? Yeah, well, they lost. You know, they they lost Fiala, which they knew they were gonna lose. Like he, they weren't gonna be able to re-sign him. And everyone, everyone was talking about. Oh, they're they're so deep, though, right? They got four yeah. great lines. They got four lines to contribute. They have two guys that can score. <laughs> two in Kirill and Boldy. It's like when the Twins have. Oh, we got a great deep rotation. You have seven number three pitchers. Mm-hmm. There's no ace in this rotation. You need some guy to score some goals. You need someone to get a big outing. Yeah, they they don't have well, they don't have enough elite scoring. Well, yeah, you guys are the ones that wanted uh, to eat all that cap, that dead cap from Freezy and Suter, uh, and now, and now you're wondering why can't they find other it. players? Huh? I'm Still fine. With it. I'm fine with it. Hey, I'm is, uh, is Zach in the league or is he out? Islanders. He's in. He's in. He He's doesn't have in. a job. Still got a job. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Buddy Lou. He didn't. He got about four goals last year, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he he scored one. I he scored the the winner. I think on Saturday night though. They're Ooh, they're, they're actually bounced back. They're playing well. Oh, does he really? He's They're got playing five well. goals in 17 games, yeah. Playing 16 the, minutes a night. And I'm so glad he's gone. I bet the press misses those four or five-minute post-game interviews. I love those post-game interviews with him. Eight seconds of silence. Boom. When yeah. somebody's thinking up the next <laughs> question, boom. He was that fast coming out of the corner. He had a lot more. <laughs> boom. <He> was, <laughs> ah, I just thought, ah, something. <laughs> he's gone. He's he, yeah, he was uh, not the sweetheart that uh, the old man was. That's for sure. Started mm. dealing with certainly beat suits though. Who who would who would duck the press at every opportunity? Suter, you couldn't find the hard hitting Minnesota press. Yep. Yes, it's yeah, so I, difficult. You know who's the most amazing guy in Minnesota sports? Kevin Gorb hanging on to the road job as the you know the between periods interviewee. With the, with the wild, but let's face it, everybody else has got a babe doing that, right? <laughs> and Gorgie, eh, it doesn't fit that. Uh, it doesn't fit that criteria. I find him attractive. I think he's a good looking. He's a babe. Yeah, I think he's a good looking guy. I think he's funny. I think he's a funny guy too. He's got that personality. Yeah, I'm a Gorg guy. And he's gonna ask the hard question. K Train. Yeah, the players all call him K Train. It's fantastic. He's <laughs> the one guy I really like there. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy, and he's, he's funny. A great yes, guy, but Phil's the right. Fact that he's kept his job is amazing yep. to me. It's amazing to me. That's. Uh, I that's, want Pat. I want Pat for one game to do twin sideline reporting down in the camera well. <laughs> we'll do the. We'll have the you know, the you, camera across well, the studio. Wouldn't shot it be the, great in the background to hear the Lord's name taken in vain? <laughs> 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 Jesus. What the? Well, hey, you're gonna go. We you're go gonna cover the, the, the uniform unveil. This is it tomorrow. I'm gonna be there tomorrow. Yeah, it is tomorrow. Yes, they're uh, leaking out. If it's the right one, they're oh, already leaking boy, out. That'd be a tragedy, wouldn't it? You're not <laughs> into the uh, into the leaked uniforms. Yeah, I but but 
somebody there'll, there'll probably be a big investigation to try to figure out. Oh, we'll I'm more, yeah, I'm we'll more excited it. to see the new scoreboard that's supposed to be like they started, the, right? It finally oh, yeah, started. Been putting it in with big panels. It's supposed to be like three football fields or something. It's supposed to be unbelievable. The Mariners just traded for one of the best power hitters in baseball yesterday, wow. and the Twins are going to be like, uh, Correa went to the Phillies, but hey, check out our new scoreboard. And you know, I wanted to, I wanted to make a comment on what I saw in the baseball transactions today, though. This Tyler Anderson, who's thirty-two, right? and goes and has a good year for the Dodgers. But out of nowhere, and now the Angels give him a load of money for three years to come. There's there's no way he's not going to puke his guts out and be terrible. You know, because the, the Angels are just, they spend their money so stupidly. It's They're unbelievable. Desperate. Yeah. It's, Someone flirted with the Angels at the bar, and they're like, will you marry me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, I saw yeah, that one. 10-year like contract. 30, it's not like they're signing a 27-year-old on the rise or anything. It's a 32-year-old. Patrick, I want you in the BSN studio with Katie. So when she says, you know, that the Twins lose 10 to 1, but I mean, Ooh, coming up next, we're going to talk about, yeah, it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> Katie, let me tell you, I've been watching this team since 61. <laughs> camera yes, 2, I Pat. Camera that. 2. <laughs> camera 2. Flipped them uh, off. My announcing career for the Twins was uh, one inning with suits in spring training. And That's they, right. We were supposed to do two, but they fired us after one because suits were so terrible. And I don't blame me. <laughs> And then I did the, uh, I did that. Remember when Herbie played in that old timers game and ripped they, up? First yeah, they time? had to redo the. They had to redo the sod. Basically, I did that with Gordo, and I was two or three days. I was I was Gordo's, uh, uh, the professional Gordo, and I was I was his uh, color commentator. For yeah, him, that's been the only one. Gordo, man, mm. I, I could never. I'd I, love to hear that. How about me and Gladdy? We'd be a good team. Oh, I think you would be. You'd bring out the best in, in and Danny, and I mean Gladdy, it. Don't give us any more. Nobody know. would have any idea how many outs there are or who cares. <laughs> They'd be ripping everybody in the game itself. Yeah, it was uh, – who was a uh, – I was one of the old ball writers called me uh, yesterday, and we were talking about what club press boxes used to be like and what they are now where everyone sits there. You know, you can't yell, you know, the Philadelphia one. I always told you that uh, yeah, the, the, the scorekeeper would say, Dick Ruthman, four and a third innings, nine hits, six runs, all <laughs> earned, two walks, four strikeouts, and, and the whole press box would shout, he was horse bleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work. The whole press box. How do you like, think Dustin Morris would react if that I was the case? They'd take that. Well, he was horseplay. Although in last year, it would have just been uh, every start would have been so and so went four and two thirds. Yes, yes. Gave up one hit, no runs, <laughs> but he did walk a guy. Yeah. So now the leadoff hitter is coming up for the third time and we're pulling him out of there. Damn it. Oh, and then the reliever that came in was horseplay. Yes. I got, a, uh, I got a report on Rocco, by the way, secondhand. He's not coming in for the unis. Because he says he's up to yogurt and poop up to his eyebrows from taking care of them, giving the giving the uh, wife a little relief with the baby. Where's so, the Grateful oh, Dead okay. torn on Friday? Actually, yeah, I, fish. I, you know, where, where's You're fish right. and Grateful Dead? Hold on here. I don't yep. know. I don't buy that. I'm not buying that one. Give bit. me the mob. They gotta yeah. be hiring a pitching coach, don't they? 
I was going to ask you. They haven't. Like, there's been a lot of teams the, that have announced their God, staff. Poor Pete, just you know, poor poor Pete, who's you know needs. If he's going to come back, Pete. make him go stand in the sun for two days and get a little <laughs> power on him. He looks like a, you can't like wipe that look off his face, though, Patrick. That look of fear. The look that he knows he's staring down the barrel of another bad pitching performance. Josh, Josh Culp must be a Pete guy or some damn thing, so he probably can influence him. It's incredible. I want somebody who knows him better than me to get the uh, Wes Johnson story before uh, before the next spring training. I, I want him. I want somebody to go down and talk to him. But that would be a good assignment for one of the beat writers here during your downtime in the next three months. Yeah, okay. yeah. What really happened with Wes Johnson? Not what the team is telling you would happen. What really no. happened? Or Wes, not what Wes has told you would happen. Something mm-hmm. really happened. Yes, it did. Yeah. So, uh, all, right. all right. See you, well, Jets. We'll see you tomorrow, Pat. All right. Uh, I might be. You know, I, I, I'm going to rush out from here to the uniform unveiling tomorrow. So that All right. Oh, we'll provide a first hand update for us. We'd love it at some point. Can't wait. Can't All wait. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, All Dennis right. Denning. We should mention Dennis. Great guy. The Cretan coach, St. Thomas coach. Great, great baseball man. Uh, Molitor goes back to both Molitor and Mauer. You know, they, Mauer always came to his kids' clinics, and Molitor was, when he was the, the athletic director at St. Luke's grade school, Molitor was there. And, uh, so they go back the way there, and he's you know that, that he was a he was a hell of a guy, a really good guy. And then he went to St. Thomas and Steve Fritz. I don't know if you saw it. I put this on Twitter. I said, "How'd you get Dennis over from Crete?" And he said, "Augie got him over here." Mike Augustine <laughs> was a St. Paul writer, and he says, "Hey, you call up Dennis; he'll take the job, and <laughs> and he'll win national championship for you." And he won too. So. Yeah. He Amazing. <laughs> that was a little different operation back then. Augie hired the baseball coach over there, and he turned out to be a legend. So. Get uh, get 10%, I would yeah. demand, of that massive St. Thomas contract. All right, Pat, we'll yep. talk to you tomorrow morning. All right. All right, wrapping with Roycey, Mackie and Judd scoring on the YouTube channel.